the Spot Track Podcast, talking sports contracts, the salary cap, and business of sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Spot Track Podcast. I'm Kevin Sylvester, along with Paul Peck and the founder of SpotTrack.com, Mike Janetti. Today's episode brought to you by The Athletic. The Athletic, the subscription based sports news site, giving you great sports coverage for all fans out there. Breaking stories like the Astro stories, we'll get to that coming up later in the show because there's still more going on there. And we'll tell you more about a great offer from The Athletic coming up here on the show. We're going to talk some football to start because the Super Bowl is set. I got one half of it right. That's the Chiefs. Uh, the other <laughs> we half. the Chiefs. Yeah. The, I'm, make, I'm making up for my yeah. Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, very from nice. my Kyler yeah. Murray's from earlier year by nailing the Super Bowl. You nailed it. Out on a limb there with the Niners. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, weren't these the two best? You know, I mean, I yes. you could argue the Saints coming in, I think. But but weren't these really the two best teams that most of us thought? They, they appeared to both be the most complete teams, uh, you know, at the most important positions. And uh, I'm not surprised. I mean, they, they, they showed it through the through the two playoff games. Well, di- but different styles, really. Oh, yeah. This is, this is going to be well, the same That's what's cool things. about it. This to me is like a Super Bowl that is familiar uh, to to us uh, mm-hmm. in Buffalo because you have you had the the K Gun Bills against the the ground and pound Giants right with or great defense or, or the, the Redskins, Redskins right kind of the same way yeah. same way and you look at the Chiefs they are just an air attack go 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 and you look at the Forty ers it's the running game are would the- Garoppolo throw ten passes. Eight. Eight passes. I have in my notes here. Are, are these 49ers the most complete team we've seen in uh, 10, 12 years? I, I want to th- – my first inclination is to say yes. Yeah. Just I mean, because and, – and complete because they're so good yeah. everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, well, I th- Very I, few teams are, are really, really good everywhere. Well, let's talk about it because my next point here, I, I, here I think is, we're is Garoppolo. Is Garoppolo a passing quarterback? Like, can he flip that switch that Brady – because – because they're essentially following this Patriots model. I mean, sure. We can break it down as much as you want here. They're, they're following the Patriots model. Um, but the model doesn't work if Garoppolo can't be a chameleon. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Certainly he can do that. Anybody can do that Sunday. Well, right? there's certainly... Hand the ball off 45 I, times. I, see, I don't, I don't understand. I, and I'm not saying you, Mike, but like we're holding that against Garoppolo. Oh, no, no. I'm, not, like, I'm asking... I feel like... That. Didn't you feel that? Like, like, you know, people are... You know, he didn't have... They, didn't, they could run the ball... For 400 yards, they didn't have to throw the ball. How is that a negative I'm against Jimmy asking, Garoppolo? I'm simply asking, because we're, we're going to get into the Chiefs, and you mentioned the air attack. I'm simply asking, can Garoppolo now flip the switch in 14 days to become you know, 24 for 29 with 350 and 2? Because he's probably going to need to be, right? No, I'm saying, well, he's, I'm saying so. is he that quarterback? If he has to throw for 350, they're in trouble. I, I would agree with that. I, I, I think he can. I think he's capable of. Um, I, I think they have a, a fairly substantial air attack with Kittle and Samuel. Me and too. When Emmanuel Sanders is like the third option in yeah. your passing game, I think you're in pretty good shape there. Um, the, the, the impressive thing about the running game is Coleman goes down and Mostert is, was just incredible. It was most a blessing. It's kind of been that yeah. way the half back half yeah. of the season. Mostert had emerged and a great story. Um, had really emerged as the more versatile running back. But what's kind of cool about San Francisco is they they kind of game plan much like the Patriots for each of their different players. Is this a game where we need Mostert's speed or we no need question. Coleman's power? Uh, and 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 again, I don't. We, what we don't know is if Coleman doesn't get hurt, does Mostert do what he does, or right. is do they do combine for three hundred yards? I probably combine. Um, here, but here's the thing on complete team. There's two teams. Well, first of all, we could grab some Patriots teams in there. I'll, I'll say the LeGarrette Blunt 
version of the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, the way they're able to run the football. That feels about right. Um, I, I thought they were a complete team. I also thought the Seahawks, when they, when they won, they were a, a complete team. Okay. With the defense they had, the running game they had, with yeah, Russell with Wilson. Baldwin and, yes. and the receivers, sure. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, in, 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 so this team reminds me of those teams. Uh, you know, when it comes to that. Now, are they going to be able to shut down the Chiefs? That's that's going to be the question. Question I want to ask you guys because it's one it's a debate that pops up again. Our home market's Buffalo, but this is any team in any market can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's more relevant, I think, to to Buffalo. A debate that's been happening on social media because the Bills traded the pick to Kansas. Hold on, though, traded the pick to Kansas City for Patrick Mahomes. But you look at the implications of that now. The Bills drafted an all-pro cornerback, Tre'Davious White, with the Chiefs pick. Yep. All right, but the quarterback who is arguably the best quarterback in football right now, what no, he's been able to do? A, it's not an argument. He's the best player he, in football. Okay, right now. <laughs> so the best player <laughs> has been for two years. Best player in football. Um, y- you wonder what the ramifications would have had, had the Bills drafted him or anybody else. Yeah, the Bears yeah, moved up. The teams. Bears, anybody drafted him, and that's why I say this argument can happen in every. Single you can market. wear yourself out on these arguments. I, mm-hmm. I frankly don't understand why people do this. Uh, you, 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 could the, the Bills could have drafted Jerry Rice, Michael Irvin, and Emmett Smith somewhere along the but line. The, too. But the reason it's relevant was because it was their pick. Yeah, they traded their pick to to the team that drafts the you know, best player in football. I want to hear Mike's answer. My quick one is: these things don't uh, exist in a vacuum. Um, you know, would Patrick Mahomes be really, really good in Buffalo? Yes. Would he be great? I don't know. He didn't have the weapons around him. He doesn't have the coaching around him. Andy Reid. You know, I mean, that's why I'm saying these things don't, uh, you don't pluck Patrick Mahomes and plop him on another team and he's as great as you've seen him to be. I don't think that, look at, for an example, look at Mostert. We just talked about it. This is seventh NFL team. That's a running back though. No, I know, but the point I'm making is that, opportunities come in different places yeah. with different approaches that get the best out of players. Isn't the bigger question, how did Patrick Mahomes go 10th? There well, was a if, lot of questions there was only, I mean, that's the crazy right, part to me. There was two quarterbacks in that class, right? Yeah. They went first Trubisky. overall. Three, excuse me, Trubisky, Mahomes, and Watson, right? Yep, they that's were, right. All that class. That's right. And Trubisky was hands down. Everybody thought this guy is the number one guy. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, Oh, there was a lot I of think, I think a lot of people are shocked. Can I tell you what I heard high. during that draft? That he looked the part. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep using that model, right? Yeah. Uh, and right. here's my here's Trubisky's my Trubisky's fine. Yeah. But he ain't Watson or Mahomes. Here's my answer to your question. <laughs> look, I think Kevin. Look, by the way, just uh, look the part. What the hell does that mean? In you know what game? it means. Oh, I it's, know what it you means. You know what it means. Yes. He's a big white quarterback with a big yeah. arm. You know what pocket, exactly what it pocket means. guy. You know what? I don't care what color you are. You got to be able to run. Yeah. You got to be able to move. Yeah. Now. Here's my answer. I think to your question and my recollection of what we were a Trubisky year. Can. We were a year ahead of the embracing no, of the air raid kind of uh, offenses. Right. That's yeah. that yeah. we are now. We clearly are now. But NFL people weren't ready to embrace that. Oh, he just throws for a ton of yards at Texas Tech because that's all they do and they don't have good defenses in the Big 12. And to some degree, Watson as being a hybrid sort of running, athletic, mobile quarterback was a little bit of that too. But the interesting thing, this show's about money. Um, The money part of it is by moving up, um, they got him cheaper than they would have got a quarterback a year later, right, because of the year he was drafted. And if you're a team now in need of a quarterback, 
the cheaper route is to go yeah. after the quarterback in the draft, even if you move up to get him, yeah. uh, because you're going to pay him a whole lot less than a, than a veteran that's got to assimilate to your team, set in your ways, because there is a, a carousel of quarterbacks now, older guys that could be signed. Um, the better route seems to me, if you look at the teams in the playoffs, yeah. are to uh, either move up in the draft to get one or trade a draft pick to get one a la Garoppolo. That rookie cap is going up. I'm I'm dead set that this new CBA is going to include an increased wage, rookie wage scale. So still will be cheaper though, right? Oh, it'll be the cheapest model by far. Yes, but uh, I don't know. I mean, we've kind of talked so much about that, but are we going to get to a point where teams are going to have to turn back to free agency for quarterbacks? I mean, this is going to be the year to start talking about it again, right? Well, so some teams and will. Dalton and Newton, possibly. Some teams. It depends. I, I think it, it depends on. I think it, I think it depends on what you have on your roster. Yeah. Um, if a veteran quarterback is the answer to plug in there, like all right, so let's look at the Minnesota Vikings, for example. They went the free agent route. They won a playoff game with their quarterback this year, but you know, went into a complete team and and got beat. They paid a ton of money to plug in there. Were they that better off? No. Right. If they kept their own guy Teddy Bridgewater, would they've been the same? Do you know what I've taken away more from anything this season? And I know we're not done yet. Coaching matters, man. Sure it does. Coaching really matters in the NFL. I mean, if you think about the coaches that made the postseason, it's sure. not an accident. There's no Bill Belichick had no reason making the postseason this year. He just didn't. You know what I mean, nothing went right. Nothing. I I think it's not just head coaching. I think positional coaching matters tremendously yeah. because you look at some of the the players and what they've become. I'll, I'll look at Metcalf in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, when he came out in the draft, that's a straight line guy, too bulky as a receiver, and look what he was able to do. You look at a guy like Samuel uh, with yeah. the 49ers. You can't tell me that, that coaching didn't matter there and getting him to run the proper routes and to be able to develop as a wide receiver. It, here's what I'm thinking of. Because all these scouts aren't wrong it, when these guys come it, in. It's an embracing of change, which de generally doesn't always happen in the NFL. And to your point, yeah. Kevin, I think sometimes a better – integration of coaching versus personnel which let's be honest a lot of times those two sides are on opposite ends of the fence where personnel people pick the players and then you make you coach them up and make them work where you know we've talked about the Lamar Jackson model in Baltimore that was a complete integration of here's what we want to do in our offensive scheme go get me the players that will do it Metcalf he can only do two things he can only run down the field okay well good you know what we're gonna run him down the field <laughs> right. and we're and he's gonna be successful and that there there's an example of of, of the integration between a, a personnel department and a coaching staff, which which I think is part of all of these discussions, even back to the quarterback thing. Yeah. It's it's not you know he he doesn't he doesn't fit our model of Mitchell Trubisky checks all those boxes, but Mahomes doesn't. Uh, as you're starting to see a little bit of a shift towards younger, more progressive coaches, there's a lot of young Shanahan and Salah and. Be enemy and all these guys that are in this Super Bowl are considered a younger, the younger generation of coaches. I think that's part of all of this. What we're talking about. Well, the the other part of it too is uh, we're talking about youth, and and this will contradict uh, my statement a, a tinge, but uh, some experience matters. Um, a little bit of experience matters, and I, and I'll look at the quarter like um, you look at the quarterback in Mahomes. Mm -hmm. He sat for a year essentially. Uh, and then went in after Alex Smith. And I say it wasn't playing experience, but he had experience seeing what's Incredibly going on. Incredibly valuable. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, what a difference. You know, he figured out what he had to do yeah. to improve. Uh, Josh Allen 
figured out what he had to do to improve and knows things that he's got to do to improve. All, all these quarterbacks that get experience, they know, okay, th- uh, I have to improve on this. I got to be quicker with cool my reads. This, this quarterback you know? class right now, or these two kind of two, three year span of quarterbacks, seems like they're all driving each other. You know sure. what I mean? I feel like yeah. we're in we're, we're in maybe like that 1983 area 83 a little bit here, era, where yeah. things are just kind of kind of going to keep increasing, increasing. I, I mean, Lamar Jackson's you know maybe a a leadership class away from being in the Super Bowl right now, don't you think? Don't you sure. think that's the difference between him and Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes goes down 24 points. He's on the sideline just just getting into everybody's ear, and Lamar Jackson looked like a deer in headlights. <laughs> he yeah, just did. There were a couple that's... drops uh, Jackson suffered, but yes, no, I, 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 I wouldn't disagree. Drops? Did you watch the first yeah. quarter of that Chiefs-Houston game? <laughs> yeah, there were yeah. like 19 Horrible. drops yeah. right in the breadbasket. Yep, yep. <laughs> the, uh, by the way, there's some people listening to this saying, 83, that was Jim Kelly, yeah. Dan, Marino, Dan Marino, John Elway. Yep. Uh, all right, Ken now Ken O'Brien, Todd, Todd Blackledge, the five quarterback. Yep. Considered the greatest quarterback draft of all time. Right, and you know, O'Brien was decent. Blackwood was okay. Yeah. Uh, all the, you know, the rest of them are in the Hall of Fame. The rest of them are in the Hall of Fame, which yep. is an incredible uh, a class Let's of Here's, here's talk, my question to you, guys. Mike. Anything jump out at you financially yeah, about these two Super there. Bowl teams, we about their one, approaches? We missed one there, too. Tony Eason. Oh, Wasn't that's Eason, right. 83? Not uh, okay. Yes. Not bad. All right. Sorry. Before drafted, bef- I think he was the third one drafted in that group. Well, it was L.A. was one. Yeah. Drafted by the Colts. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and it wouldn't play. I actually watched him play baseball was for the Indiana Yankees. two? I, I want to say you're right. Yeah. And then Eason, then Kelly. And then, then Marino. Marino. And who did we forget? Ken O'Brien. He was towards the end of the first towards round. Towards the end of the first yeah. round by the Jets. Yeah. All right. Anyways, we digress. There's more uh, quarterbacks to talk about, but that class, am I, you're, you're checking us yep, on checking. this 83. Well, yeah. Elway. Yeah, Dickerson, number two. Eric Dickerson, Very yes. Nice. Yeah, Blackledge. Todd Blackledge was he the was second one. He was the second one, one too. Yeah. Right. Yep. And then Kelly Eason. Kelly Eason. Yeah, because Marino was thought like, okay, it's not going to. It gonna, was O'Brien Marino. Marino was last. Marino was there last. There was a lot of rumors about Dan Marino. Remember? Yes, that's true. There was a. Great 30 for 30. If you're if, if this was. has intrigued you for about sure. it, go watch the 30 for 30. It's awesome. Which, by the way, don't forget, Marino went to Pitt. Yep. There's no way a top-flight quarterback is going to Pitt anymore. I'm just saying, right? I mean, at, at that time, Pitt was uh, a, you know, a big school to go to. Not that Pitt's not a good it school now. It was a big now. school. Tony Dorsett, Hugh Green, they right. have some of the best players in the country. Correct. I'm just saying, if you're a, a number one recruit quarterback, yeah. you're not going to Pitt anymore. No. Unfortunately. All right. All right anyways, we, Shoot, we digress. Uh, two crazy different financial teams here. So because of the fact that the 49ers were basically in the, in the dumpster two and a half years ago, tanked this thing down they rolled over so much cap space into this year that they had more to burn than anybody over the past two by the years. way not to interrupt you here yeah. I, I want you to clarify this because i got a there's a burn in my saddle about this they didn't tank that year garoppolo got hurt right last, last year I'm yeah talking, last year i'm talking two years two back. years ago okay yeah, two years I, you know i mean i i know i saw the stats they're the first yeah. team to win four games to be the super bowl and all that stuff is great but Garoppolo got hurt, no, they, and they were going to be a good team last year. They invested a lot last season. Okay, but they, I'm sorry. They I invested in Garoppolo. You. They invested in Jared yes. McKinnon before the season. They, yeah, sorry. There, there was a lot put into it. Yeah, Of course, the week three injuries you know, saddled that decision, but everything got rolled. They basically just put the, the brakes on and continued to roll things over, so they had a ton of uh, – they had a huge adjusted salary cap for 20, 2019, and because of it, nobody in the league spent more cap dollars than the San Francisco 49ers, $222 million this year in cap. Um, which is forty over the league cap, so you mm. can you can. That's what I mean by how much they had rolled over from the bottom all the way to the top. Now, Chiefs are the de- exact opposite. 
you know, they've been spending, 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 and now they're at a point where they, they just simply couldn't spend before the 2019 season. They had, the, they had the least amount of cap allocated in 2019. So we've got number one and number 32 in the Super Bowl right now in terms of hmm. cap spending. Uh, so you couldn't get any more, any more you know, diverse than that. And just the, 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 the quick outlook of these two teams couldn't be more different. Because they front-loaded Garoppolo's deal, because they front-loaded – I mean, they certainly got burned on McKinnon's deal because of the injury, but they front-loaded Tevin, Tevin Coleman. They front-loaded so many of these deals last year or in 17. They're sitting nice. Now, they don't have a ton of cap space, but they don't really need a ton of cap space. Right. Garoppolo's right. worth three for $75 million for the next three years. $25 million a year yep. for your starting quarterback, right? You're going to have cheap, inexpensive, but productive wide receivers and running backs. We know that. Um, you know, I, I'm, I wouldn't assume they bring back Emmanuel Sanders. They probably spent a draft pick on somebody else. Sure. Right. And try to get younger. Um, and then you've got to have the, the highest paid tight end in the league and George Kittle. That's just going to happen. Whether it's this off season, next season during the February of, you know, 2021, he's going to be making 13, 14 million Which, a year. By the way, pretty good blocker. He's in every. Yeah. He's in everything. I mean, he is. That's what uh, makes him great. He could be the face of the franchise if they want. I mean, he could be everything. And, and, and who does this sound like? Yeah, I mean, just, yes, it right? does. This whole team, yes, this yes, whole team. Does. The quarterback's going to be take, right. taking a little bit less money. The weapons are a plethora of weapons are going to be underpaid, except for the tight end, who's going to be the top tight end. I, I did see or hear they are paying the third most to running backs, of which Mostert's the third on their list. Right? But you guys didn't even mention Matt Breida. Yeah, who doesn't even see the light of day anymore? He's a viable running back. Right. He's number fourth on the list. Yeah, I mean. The- <laughs> They've, they've been blessed. They've made a ton of great decisions on, on the weapons side of things. And then you look at the defensive side, which, you know, people aren't going to talk too much about because they've been so good. It's kind of boring at this point. But the, it's a young, awesome offensive line or defensive line. And Maybe a, the and best a, in the league. Oh, no, no question. And a, an experienced With three, secondary. three or four first-round picks, too, right? Yeah, I mean, again, as you build teams Thomas, and what's the strategy yeah. to build a team, having a really good <laughs> defensive line like that? Um, I want to ask about Richard Sherman. Yeah. Because when he signed there, was um, he talking to you, Mike Gennetti? <laughs> well, the there's a but there was, was a lot of you about people that hated his contract. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I think it was more Mike Florio who <gasps> right. who got literally got into his face. Um, no, I, yeah, I'll I'll stand by what I said, whatever that was before the 2018 season. Uh, he 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 wrote a deal with pride. Mm-hmm. And he, he knew he would make his money as long as he was, you know, the same old Richard Sherman. And, and I thought at 29 years old, that was crazy. I just thought that was crazy because y- unless you're telling me that no other teams wanted you and this was the only option you had and this is the only deal you could write with this team, you should have been able to guarantee yourself more up front. That's all. He had $3 million guaranteed at signing on this deal. Three out of 27. Hmm. You're never going to get me to say that's a good deal. No. Now, it certainly right. worked out, okay, because he's made 27 in two years. Or excuse me, twenty one, twenty two million in two years because of all the incentives and the, and the Pro Bowl and whatnot. But it just wasn't a good deal. At the time. How about his exchange is exchanges yeah. with Darrell Revis on Twitter? Yeah, and because you jumped in there too with, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, the one thing no one will beat Darrell Revis at is the money he's made. Darrell Revis is LeBron James of the NFL. He, he, he did the one and done before LeBron did it. Actually, but it, we can call it traveling on Darrell Revis because he traveled more. That's what I, but, but that James. was the smart thing. That's the smart thing. Yeah. People who stay at the same job. Right. Right. Or stay with the same insurance company. That's what I tell young people <laughs> you know in this business. Saying? I go, the only way gotta you're going to get a big increase, you have to leave. Got to move. And he knew it. And he moved every two years. And he, he and his wonderful agent destroyed a couple of front offices. <laughs> you know, yeah. the Jets, the, even the Patriots. 
paid right. for Tampa. this guy. Tampa for sure. I mean, Tampa. What, but like he a seven-year deal. He played played a year and a half. Right. He didn't win with the Patriots, did he? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought he, he did. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. All right. Yep. So what was uh, Sherman? Uh, he was wrong. He had, yeah. He, I was Sherman say. was a year off on on okay on, on, on the clapback he gave him, and yes. I think he owned up to that. But yeah, I, I'm looking I can like, understand it because when I saw that Richard Sherman's like, oh, we won in the playoffs, something you don't understand. I'm thinking, wait a second, he's with the Patriots. Yeah. What are you talking about? Anyhow, I just thought it was interesting to see. I don't think Revis needed to say anything. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, but I mean, I, you made 124 million dollars. You're one of the you're a Hall of Fame cornerback. Just but I, just I, right off into the sun. Right. right. I'm right. just looking at him like, why is Darrell Revis hating on Richard Sherman? Like, I, you know, unless they saw each other the Super Bowl. And Sherman, it's you like, either love or hate Sherman. I think he he tends to evoke those kinds of emotions from people. Well, I tell you what, I I admire Richard Sherman for a couple of things. One, he's a heck of a player. Uh-huh. I mean, he's he's a great player. Uh, secondly, I love the things he does off the field, um, uh, inspiring kids, charitable things. Uh, I think he does great stuff. So, uh, for that and, and, you know, the guy's super intelligent. Um, if you ever hear him speak aside from the, don't yell at me after a game, but that's after a game, you know, emotional stuff. Um, I, 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 I think the guy's great. I think you're gonna hear a lot more Richard Sherman. Um, you know, he should be in broadcasting when his career's done, but something. he's so smart. He'll probably do something better yeah. than yeah. that. Let's talk some quarterbacks. All right, quarterback. You want to talk Mahomes yet or not? We gonna wait. Money? You gonna say? Well, we just gonna wait. I think we. I think. Does any of this change anything? I think he waits. I mean, does this? I mean, I know people are like, oh, his price just went up. Well, does it? Well, first of all, I think win or lose, it doesn't matter. No, I don't think it matters. He's great. He was great. He is great. He's gonna be great. Gonna get paid great. I don't think winning the Super Bowl or doesn't makes any difference. But the C. Well, now the CBA. Well, here's the difference it makes, guys. You can't sign a two hundred million dollar contract and have a low cap hit. <laughs> you just can't. Sure, right. All right, and they've got you know forty six players signed and twenty one million to work with right now. That's not good math. No, it's not. And then they need to sign Chris Jones. I would assume they want to sign Chris Jones. I mean, yep. Let me He's ask you this question: shit, huh? um, McCoy comes off the books for him. No, he was a one year deal, but Watkins, Watkins comes is the off big the books. Watkins comes yeah. off the books for yeah. him. Are, are we sure? Yeah. How could boy. they possibly want to keep him, particularly when they can go draft more great wide receivers yes. this year? And you want a bigger role for Hardman, um, you know? So I, I, I can't imagine that Watkins stays there, particularly under those financial circumstances. That doesn't, it, yeah. Mahomes is the guy, right? Why, and why frankly, would I, does it really? I mean, does it matter who the? I mean, like you said, Mahomes will make whomever it is. I, Great. That, that was going to be my question. But, it's not like, but it's Kelsey, like, you know, right. Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are your one and two right. weapons. So everybody beyond that does almost doesn't matter. Like, are, are they, you know, focusing on Sammy Watkins? No, no, I can't imagine no. they are. This has been a really bad playoffs outside of Derrick Henry for running backs. Yes, <laughs> it, yeah. things have not gone well. Did you see the tweet I had about the rushing title and the Super Bowl? I missed that one. Sorry. The the. The last rushing title winner, Emmett, to go to the Super Bowl wasn't that far. All right, well. Sean Alexander, remember that? Huh. Oh my gosh, Seattle. Seattle. Remember what happened to him? Three months later, he signed a seven-year, sixty-two million dollar extension. He blew out his knee. Yeah, he got hurt, right? Yeah, and he just kind of said, "You know, I can't do this anymore." Yeah, and uh, you, you know, twenty-four months later, he was out of the league. Spe- um, not good. By the way, he was on the franchise tag when he won the Super Bowl. Wow. Mahomes. That's Henry's. That's if you're Henry's if, path. If you're if you're the Chiefs, um, you wait a year, don't you? Yeah. And if you're Mahomes, don't you wait a I year think too? If, I think you wait, you wait for the new CBA. I think you wait for everything. Yeah. I think you have to wait. You're going to get paid. 
Yeah, we need to wait. You need to wait. You might piss off some other quarterbacks, but I think you have to. You know what I mean? You gotta wait. Yeah, because I know Watson probably wants to get paid right now. Sure. I mean, that's a that's a good year to get paid on right now. Uh, but you you just can't sign without Mahomes. You got to let him reset everything. It's as of right now, without even knowing where the cap's going and what the CBA is going to tell us about the escrow and all of that stuff. It's five for two hundred with one hundred and twenty million guaranteed. That's you, just that's just a fact. It's forty million a year, and it's and it's three years fully guaranteed. You know, the nice thing is these quarterbacks probably don't text each other this stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no collusion. There's no collusion. Of course they do. <laughs> um, they all have the same agent. Yeah, it's just on a big yeah, whiteboard somewhere. Pretty much. I mean, it's just you know. <laughs> I, I want to get to Brady Breeze Rivers, but um, you mentioned something that's worth noting. Luke Keekley mm. walks away. Um, Going to be a trend, guys. Uh, for, from con- yes, I know, agree. His concussion certainly the reason. Um, he didn't he explicitly state that, but we, you know, the yeah. money's had. Um, the, the guy's an incredible player, but after eight seasons yes. at middle linebacker, and- he walks away. He he was the best middle linebacker in football. He was the standard, the one everybody wanted. Um, and this is a huge loss for the Panthers. Yeah. Understandable from his health standpoint, yeah. for sure. And financially, how much money he's is he right. walking away? I Sixty-four mean, million. He's okay. Yeah. See, he's that's made the difference. Money, right? See, the two things you said: eight-year career, which yeah. I think is big. Players get into the league earlier because of underclassmen, so they don't know. Yeah, I know everybody's like under thirty, under thirty. Well, he played eight years because he probably came in the league at twenty-one. Yeah. Right. A lot of guys do. Made sixty-four million dollars. I mean, you know, I I, I get that we all want to lump all these guys together. We all want to say that it's a potential crisis, but it's different. Guys don't play fifteen years anymore guys played 15 years because they had to am I for a, a while am I a guys villain? don't have to anymore am i a villain for saying they shouldn't play 15 I, years no i don't no. think so not at all right? i think i think this is going to become a trend because it's a smart trend yeah you know now if you don't get hurt great you can keep playing some guys will suck every last dollar out of their careers that they can but guys at the upper level like keekley who's been great from the minute he walked in the door all those things that you that you guys just laid out the, the length of his career the money that he's made that's pretty good that's one of those pat him on the back and say hey awesome thank you for being one of the best defensive players I in think, the league over the last eight years and I think it's going to happen more like yeah. Mike says I think he was a Hall of Famer in his third year well I, I was mean, gonna defensive say, player of the year sure. defensive rookie of the year and the defensive player of the year in his first two seasons that's that's pretty much a lot he's right uh yeah he, this guy's a Hall of Famer um you know, shorter career, but you look at it. And we've got to rethink Hall of Fames now. Well, I was going to say you're going to rethink the criteria. That eight years is you know just because you didn't play ten years isn't it? Shouldn't be a negative anymore. Again, these guys' careers start earlier now. That's that's the thing. I mean, you know, again, this we have to get out of some of our old thinking that the guys we revered played 15 years in the league, which is great and and admirable for them, but that's not. Yeah. the world anymore well the, the money is interesting because yeah play you know players years ago fought through it and all those things there wasn't as much awareness about uh, concussions as there is now and yeah. the money wasn't as great sure and so with the money being so great and the awareness now you got to look at it and be like yeah well uh, okay you know yeah what? and but hang on do you do you wonder like team outlook Right, if if they if they still if if you know it's a new coach and stuff stuff, but if Rivera was still there, if uh-huh. Cam Newton was still yeah, on his oh yeah, game, oh yeah. do you think that uh, influenced it at all? Oh, absolutely. There's no question it influenced it. I, I mean, you could see the emotions in that video that he 
this wasn't something he wanted to do. It right. sort of felt like he hinted at some more issues. You know, yeah. like my heart's in it, but my body. I think he said something like my heart's yeah. in it, but my body. Now, now it hasn't come out whether there's documented other issues that he had. We know what the ones that he has had. I just read that that comment and that speech of he wanted to keep playing and either somebody told him or his doctors told him or his or his own body said I can't do it anymore right yeah which is to his credit very smart because again a lot of guys will ignore that stuff to keep playing but you have to think maybe not wanting to start all over again with a new system and a new coach and everything maybe did it have something do, to do, do with we it? know less about a team than we do about Carolina oh my right gosh now? right I mean oh my goodness I, I don't yep. know I can't just even, lost I their can't best get a player beat on, on both position. sides of the ball yeah. arguably right I can't get or, a beat on them at all yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Like I, so, so you know, there are some quarterbacks out there. Yeah. Um. It, do we? How we, about one that used to play college football in the state of North Carolina? Yeah. There you go. Phil Rivers, NC State. Phil Rivers, NC State. Yeah. Phil. Let's start with Phil Rivers. He's reportedly moved his family to Florida. He's not the only Phil moving his family to Florida. Phil Mickelson also moving his family to Florida. It's a great tax move, though, right? That's exactly what it is. It's, it's all exactly about that. what it's it is. It's a great tax move. Right. That is exactly what it is. But it says Phil Rivers is not going to continue playing I would think in the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, That's right? what it tells me. Is he going to continue playing? I, I have to lean towards no. I have to lean towards no. This guy has a, a TV career ahead of him. Um, just, see, I mean, nine kids. Just, it, it seems like it's it's really declining fast. I mean, that was a potent offense. Mm-hmm. He was bad. He had year. weapons. He had two running backs. He had two tight ends. He had at least two two damn good wide receivers, maybe a third that we don't even know about. Um, I think a, I think a an able quarterback could have really made that work, and maybe, there's a lot of coaching I think involved as well. Scheming is wise. Uh, I think it's done. I think he's done. I don't even want to see him try in in, the, sure. in Indianapolis. I really don't. I know we talked about that on, on previous shows. Uh, there's just there's other options, and I think Philip Rivers should look look at the situation at hand around the league. You don't want to go to Tampa Bay. I read that. Too. What are we doing, Tom Brady and and. And Philip Rivers do not want to go to Tampa Bay. Right. I understand no. Bruce Arians, you know, works well with veteran quarterbacks. He's done it before. No, we we don't want that as a no. Lead. We don't want that sinking ship. <laughs> I I look at this, uh, you know, like Carson Palmer when he yeah. left Arizona, he sold his house. Oh, he's coming back. No, he didn't come back. Yeah. Right? I mean, just uh, yeah. Well, you know, is this related to the Keekley conversation we just had? I, yeah. I, guys say no enough. No enough. Yeah. I've made enough money. I've done enough great things in my career. Now, you know, granted, quarterbacks can go beyond the eight years of Keekley because of the – you know, again, that's the other thing. Please consider in all these discussions – Look, Kickley was a middle linebacker. Oh, yeah. Took a lot more punishment than a receiver, well, a quarterback, any of those other guys did. So the 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 career lengths are going to be relative to the position. Well, the but here's the let's look at the all right the nine kids factor. Mm-hmm. He was he was commuting from San Diego to L.A. Yeah, that had to just be in a custom made van with a it driver. Doesn't, Paul, it doesn't I matter. Know, you travel it, I, tra- like travels travel, right. and it just wears on you. And sitting in the car for four hours a day. Three hours a day, whatever. That, I think he's replacing Tony Romo at CBS uh-huh. in three months. Or Monday Night Football? No, no. I think Romo takes that job. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I don't. I think so. He wasn't wearing the CBS uh, uh, winter coat Jim Nance was wearing. He was wearing his own. So it's I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know with Phil Rivers. Uh, it'll be int- I, I think it'll be interesting to see what offers are out there for him. Um, if there's opportunity sure. out there for him. Um, on Tom Brady, does this open the door let's, for the L.A. Chargers here with Tom Brady? Yeah, let's let's 
bundle Brady and Breeze together here. I, I want to get your quick thoughts. We've talked about it a little bit, but I could, by the way, couldn't take myself to listen to the halftime segment because I didn't want to hear him called Tommy again. <laughs> we might talk about it last Tommy. Week. It's just so awkward. Anyhow. Uh, it's it's extremely possible that both those franchises don't want those quarterbacks back. Sure. Sure, both it is the possible. Saint, the Saints and the Patriots you're talking about. Right? Yeah. The Saints. Don't, don't you Saints think a lot of people in New Orleans want to see Taysom Bridgewater. Hill full time? No, well, Taysom. Oh, come on. You're crazy. I, I don't think I am. Oh, no, no. I don't mean you're crazy. If you're a someone if you're a Saints fan and you want to see Taysom Hill instead of Bridgewater as your quarterback, I think you're crazy. I, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater is absolutely the should be the next Saints quarterback if they move on. Well, you well, know where I have Bridgewater next year. Yeah. It's well, the other no, team. I know you do. It's Hang the other on. team. Well, here's the thing with Taysom Hill. If you want to uh, – boy. We talked about quarterbacks. Jack of can, all trades, master yes, of none. Yeah, That's we, my well, worry with Taysom on, no. Hill. We talked about quarterbacks who can run. Yep. And they're winning. And are special. And that's Taysom Hill. Yeah. And how long are you going to wait to go with that? How long are you going to wait to go with that? I think there's a real chance. If I could take some odds, if the people from Bovada are listening, I know you've given me some great <laughs> odds before. <laughs> what are the odds on Taysom Hill starting week one for the Saints and Teddy Bridgewater starting week one for the Patriots? <laughs> 50 to 1 for bo- both we, of those. Do we throw teams. in Brady with the Chargers and parlay it? A three way parlay on wow. those three starting quarterbacks? Wow. 75 to 1. Those three. I love this. That is well, That's maybe maybe awesome. I put the odds down a little bit there because it is feasible, right? We could see it's that happening. Feasible. Um, but do the but do the Saints? Here's the thing. I don't know that the Saints are going to. Uh, I mean, they've had three quarterbacks on their roster. How rare is that uh, nowadays? Very rare, rare. right? They're, you got three quarterbacks on your roster. Yeah. You're going to pare down to one. I just don't know if Teddy Bridgewater would would stay at like this again. Probably if he's not, not no. the guy, he's not staying. If he's not the guy, right. he's not staying. He wants a shot. And I would agree. Do you think that's I, part of the consideration in New Orleans at all based on what they want to do with Breeze and whatever? Do, do you think they're saying, we don't want to lose Teddy. What do we have to do or do we do, do they what love, we have to do to keep him? Do they love Hill? I mean, look, I think they love Hill. I, I do. I just have a weird sense. I, are we all in agreement that Drew Breeze was somewhat of a mm, – he held them back, right? Especially in the postseason. Oh, boy. He, he, he held them back, right? He didn't fall off like Philip Rivers fell off. I, oh. I, I actually think if if we watch the video closer that he did. Hmm. I, I, I thought think about he did. That. I don't think those weapons are built for dink and dunk. Those weapons are built yeah. to go, and I don't think Drew Brees can go anymore. Like he could, at least. I love the guy. I, 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 I hate it? to be slamming him here, yeah. but I just think... I think maybe there's a reality setting in. Are you are you basing it on Bridgewater's run when he was a starting quarterback with him when Breeze was out but, and Hill throwing the bomb and not having Breeze throw the bomb? I, I think those are pretty solid exhibit A and exhibit B, right? Okay. <laughs> just seems like the offense could be more right. explosive without Drew Breeze. All right. So if that's the case, why am I going to go all in on Hill yeah. when Bridgewater – didn't he go 5-0? and oh? He did. Yep. Okay. There's five. no question. All right. So I, I'm going at Bridgewater. If, if I'm moving on from Drew Breeze – but see, here's here's the thing. Aren't they in the same boat as the Patriots, or not so much because Breeze only won one Super Bowl with them? I mean, Drew Breeze is he's man of the year, legend. like he's a legend, legend there in New, Orleans, in New Orleans, right? They say Bobby, who? It's an impossible right. replacement. It's an impossible replacement, as is in New England. If, New- if, if you're the, if those are the only two options for you, Teddy Bridgewater, I'm staying in New Orleans. I know the team. I know the coach. Really? I got the listen. I got the best receiver in football. Yeah, no question. Yeah. Right. Why I got a great running back in Camara. Why would I go to New England? 
to start. Well, I'm saying if he could start in New Orleans. Start in New I'm Orleans. saying if, if they move then on. Then there's no question. He stays. One of those two should be starting in 2020. All right. Does Sean Payton want to move on from Drew Brees? I think so. I think Sean Payton's like an Andy Reid. All right. So and he wants to build an air attack that can go. All right. So <laughs> let's go to this scenario. So let's say both the Patriots and the Saints tell Brady and Brees, we're done with you two. Yeah. Which would be incredible. Be, would be it would incredible. be incredible. incredible. But Correct. it's coming. We should all be prepared well, for it coming. No, but what we're all expecting is both of them to retire. To, have, to have the decision. We expect the players to be able to choose. I'm saying I'm right. not sure that's the, that's the case. That's really Certainly not, not New England. That's usually not how the NFL works. Anyway. Certainly Joe not Montana England, didn't right? get to choose, right? right. That's correct. So, um, uh, by the way, I love Joe Montana's tweet. Hey, my mm-hmm. guarantee my team yeah. wins a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like, Joe, no one really believes you're a chief. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, even though he went to the AFC Championship. Uh, but anyhow, um, I digress. I don't think... Brady and Breeze accept it. We're talking about two of the greatest of all time. We're talking about the greatest of all time of and another one top who's five. top five for yeah. sure. Um, I don't think they accept it. I think Breeze for sure still wants to play. And Brady has indicated he still has more to prove to play. Um, and it, it, they're only going to play because they want to play. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that they – Brady for sure I think is playing. You do. He said I think he he's is. playing. He kind of okay. said he ha- is, I think right? Yeah, I'm, I think I'm 80 20 and I'm playing too. I think sure. he's playing. Um, didn't have an injury this year. Right. Breeze did, and who knows how much that affected. Fluk- fluky, though. Yeah, yeah, but who knows how much that affected. He came back a little earlier than expected. Who knows how much that affected him uh, on those throws that we're talking about. And a year, uh, you know, an off season to get that thumb yeah. uh, perfect. Does he go back to the Chargers? Is he an option for the Chargers? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Interesting. Right? We're all talking about Brady. There's not a chance on that. Why is there not a chance on that? Opens a new stadium in L.A., one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, a franchise that no, no, you, uh, spurred you get him aside, this... and, and he's got a chance to go there with that offense, those weapons. For some reason, we can all just kind of see Brady somewhere else. He just has that mindset. I cannot see Drew Brees leaving New Orleans. Oh my God! So I, I totally opposite for me. No, I can see Brady. See, I can't I don't see, see Brady it. anywhere I don't else. See, I don't see like a love relationship with New England and Boston and Brady. Certainly, they loved having him, but I don't see like. I mean, there's like a, a legitimate relationship between Drew Brees and New Orleans. Sure, Legit, like you know. But we're talking about the teams moving on from him under that scenario, right? We're talking about the team saying, Drew, "I'm saying, we're I moving think, on. I think that's an important to Drew Brees' brand legacy." That he doesn't play anywhere else. It's too important. You know what I'm saying? For his longevity going forward, eh. he, can, he shouldn't leave. He shouldn't go to another franchise. But if he still wants to play and they don't want him to play, then what choice does he have? He has a choice to go home to his beautiful wife. Okay, <laughs> and but two hundred and two hundred and forty-four million dollars. I, I, but this is not about money because it was about money. They both have retired years ago. Yeah, the protector health. This is about because they can. Like this is what I look at, play athletes, um, especially these these players. Why would other teams don't like do this? being told they can't? These are these are the ultimate high achievers. These are guys who believed in things that nobody else believed they could do. I and they've done it. Drew Brees was done with his shoulder. Remember, people told him he right. The yeah, Dolphins course, didn't want course. him. He was done. Right, goes to the Saint and he becomes one of the. Do, do we want great, this as fans? 
Do we do we really want we this? We don't, but we better start to figure it out you because what. you have this collection of legends that are coming to the point in time where their careers end. Started with Peyton Manning. It's going to continue with these guys. Like, I tell you is what, is there I'm any like, way that it ends well? I'll tell you what. If I'm the Chargers, a Chargers fan, which there aren't any in LA, anyways. But if I'm a Chargers fan, yeah, I want one of those quarterbacks as my quarterback. If I'm the Rams, who have to sell the suites for the Chargers, <laughs> I want one of those quarterbacks. Maybe they'll sell them for Jared the Char- Goff. They'd love to. Right now. <laughs> I'm one of those quarterbacks. I, I I want one of those quarterbacks in Los Angeles. You better believe the league does well, too. You mentioned it's not right? about money, and I completely agree. I mean, I sit and stare at these. You know, but the, but Brady says quarter he, billion dollars. But the hint is no more discount. Uh, That's Brady. fine. If he's going to go somewhere, he's going to get paid. I get that. But right. It's not about the money. Brady doesn't need titles. Breeze does, uh, does Breeze have one? He yes. has one, one Super Bowl. That's correct. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. Hey, so does Aaron Rodgers. Are we looking down so at Aaron Rodgers? My, my point was – no, I don't want to get there. My point was <laughs> – I, pick, I picked the Packers and the Chiefs here. My, my point was, if any of these quarterbacks needs to continue to play for championships, it's Rivers, right? Sure. I mean, Rivers is a teetering Hall of Famer. His, it's the hole in his resume. If he goes and yeah. wins a, a title with Carolina or Indy, he's probably a Hall of Famer. That's what Peyton had to do, right? He had to get well, one more. Hold on. If uh, Dan Fouts is in the Hall of Fame for the Chargers, Phil Rivers should be too. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. Has, hasn't Phil Rivers done more than Dan Fouts? Mm, I don't know. Relative <laughs> to the time that he played, no. Fair point. I don't know. Fair no. point. Yeah, I think the competition. If I had to take, him. by the way, if I had to take one of the two quarterbacks, I'd take Dan Fouts. Yeah. yeah. The quarterback. We'll find out who the better broadcaster is. But I'm just saying, the quarterback, Dan Fouts, the Air Coriel offense was phenomenal. At, at a time when no one else was no doing it. No one else that. was doing it. Everybody's right. been doing what, what's been going on. Right. Lately. And, right. Uh, you know, Fouts wore the beard when no one wore the beard. The beard it was wasn't awesome. fashionable when Dan Fouts wore it. Yep. Anyhow, it'll be interesting to see what happens with these Because we can go round and round and round yeah. and round. There's uh, just so many options this offseason. I just, th- I just think people, fans, have to start to figure out and how – it's it's just not going to end yeah. well for any of these guys. It, it these guys that doesn't happen in the NFL much anymore unless the player is willing to make it end well. And most guys aren't because they're too darn competitive. All right, one more scenario, real yeah. quick. Patriots say Brady, you're coming back. The Saints say Breeze, you're coming back. Yep. Where does Bridgewater go? Where do, does Bridgewater go to the Chargers? Carolina. To so go to Indy. Indy. Uh, uh, all three. Our options. Yep. All three should any be, of, should any be of those, top options. Any of those places that would that would be love to have him as their starting quarterback. Yeah. Okay. And we still haven't figured out Andy Dalton yet when they uh, – Yeah, I think he, the, he has to wait go. for all that to shake out and somebody – Well, he's under contract. The Bengals well, if they be let smart him to go, keep. If they let him go, he's going to have to wait for somebody to go, mm, we didn't get who we really wanted, let's go get Andy Dalton. Sure. All right, let me uh, quick to transition to our, our next story. Let me tell you about uh, The Athletic, the subscription-based sports news site delivering in-depth sports coverage for real fans. Get detailed coverage every trade, free agent signing, storyline on your team, as well as expert analysis from national writers like Ken Rosenthal, Michael Lombardi, and Pierre Lebrun, plus deep insights from analytics gurus and former team executives like John Hollinger and Seth Part. Now, join today. Get 40% off your yearly subscription by going to theathletic.com slash spot track 40 off again that's the athletic.com slash s-p-o-t-r-a-c 40 off to get that discount they're the ones that broke the astro story yeah uh went in depth that turned into the red sox and cora which turned into beltran being uh gone with the mets before he even managed a game 
what a huge story this has been. More to come, I feel Can we like. just say, and of course, too. the Mets are involved? Of course. Sure. Right. And then, but let's look at what else has evolved from that. The buzzer situation, right? Or uh, the, the alleged buzzer the situation. alleged buzzer. And, um, you know, the banging in the trash can is one thing. Mm-hmm. But what is uh, Band-Aid-type devices with a sensor in it where uh, they were alerted the, the batter, one for a fastball, two Two for curveball, you know, three for a slider, whatever. Um, and fueling that. So stupid. Fu- well, fueling that, hang on, was the home batting average for the Astros oh, yeah, players. The like stats Altuve, are all there. Yeah. And you know, the stats back up a something fishy, um, batting great at home and uh, on the road. The Altuve interview, right? Yeah. Uh, after yeah. Uh, hitting the home run um, with uh, Rosenthal, right? Yeah. The interview asked him about why didn't you? So you, I wonder if he knew. By the way, um, because he Ken, said, why, "What did Kenny's, he ask him?" Kenny wrote the athletic piece. So. Kenny wrote the athletic piece. <laughs> he asked El Tuve, "Why wouldn't you let your uh, teammates tear your jersey off on the walk?" Which seems like our, an odd question, unless you sure knew does. the answer to those. Right? <laughs> right. And then they show the video, and he's like, "Don't." Right. It was can a, read his lips. It say, wasn't don't like, "Hey, don't right. get on me." It was like a panicky, "Don't touch yeah. me." And he closed it. To which his agent came out and said, "He just, you know, that's that's his thing. He's shy. Well, he said he's shy. So, so I did a." I have access to the USA Today sports media database mm-hmm. for my images. Yep. So I, did, I just did a quick search on Jose Altuve. There's about nine dozen pictures of Jose Altuve with his shirt off. With his shirt about off. About nine dozen. Right. No big deal. Um, fine. And then what, uh, the catcher, right? Wasn't there a, a post-game interview? He's wearing a cutoff T-shirt. And, and you could see the bump. You could, I think that was Reddick, yeah. Yeah, Reddick. You, you could see yeah. uh, like a Band-Aid type device or tape yep. device yep. up on his chest. Yeah. Um, so... Again, it just it looks fishy. My my initial sounds. By the way, it's it sounds feasible. Yes. Does it not? Of course. Could we, they be that blatant? And I guess the answer to the question is yes. Of course. Well, yeah. Right. I mean, it's one thing banging on a trash can. That now you've gone four levels up if you have an electronic setup. Bzz, bzz, but bzz, Major bzz. League Baseball said in their investigations they didn't find yes. any evidence of that. I have two points. Now, do they want to find evidence uh, of that? That's what I'm wondering. I'm like, I, I, I don't want to say in this too long because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. I have two points. Number one, how the heck is there not an, an MLB official in the video room, in every video room during the game? It's right there by yeah, the there dugout. There will be this year. There's a video room seven feet away from the dugout, and you don't have an MLB official there? That's ridiculous. Shame on you, Major League Baseball, for not thinking this could ever happen. And number two, and look, this happened. Okay, we're not. Even, we haven't even gotten Boston's report, which I think might be three times worse. Right, we know the pitch tip offs have happened. There's it happened. A, however, they did it. There's they a garbage did it. can. It, this stuff happened. The league also juiced the ball. They might have flashed the that's correct. The so, sit, they flashed a Sitco sign. Whatever. Right. <laughs> There's probably way more coming. <laughs> that, that's going to be you know 98. It's going to be a 90 for 90, not right. a 30 for 30. <laughs> not 98. The home run chase. There was the the juice baseball right, but, and the and the players. No, let's just talk but, about this year. Right. Sure. The league. Change the stitches or juice the baseball something. We got five or more home runs we've ever had in our lifetime, right? Well, everybody knows the fastball's coming. That's why. <laughs> then you had that, right? So it was just this miserable year. Ba- well, self-induced. Was it for, was it for fans? Team-induced, player-induced. Was it for fans miserable? I, I don't know. See more home runs? I, I don't know. But I guess this is my, this is my point because now we're in Hall of Fame time. Okay, ballots were, were, sure. were, were sent in yesterday, submitted yesterday, and yeah, I saw a lot of them online. Let's just get them all in. Let's rip this Band-Aid off. No pun yeah. intended. So right? Roger Clemens, Clemens is in. in. Bonds, Bonds is in. Sosa is in. Let's get it in. Let's make this the worst 18 months in the history of Major League Baseball. Okay? <laughs> Let's get it over with. 
asterisks all over the place. Let's just throw them out. Asterisks everywhere. The Houston asterisks, right? Let's do this. And let's turn this thing over by February 1st because <laughs> real baseball is coming. And all we're going to hear about are cameras there and Altuve's batting 200, and it's just going to be the worst. I thought, they got to get through this thing right I, now. I, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think. Uh, by, by the way, everybody clamoring for Pete Rose now. Like this stuff is way worse than Pete Rose. Way it worse. Is. It, it is. Way worse, frankly, yeah. and it all, is. By the way, we we had an argument last show. You're all wrong. This is way worse than steroids. If someone's buzzing me two buzzes for a curveball, and I know a curveball's coming low and inside of me, and as a lefty, I'm going to be batting 330. I am. I'm a contact hitter. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's worse than steroids. It's worse. Who says they weren't tipping them off back then, though? Because it's more it of differently. A, it's more of a team thing than an individual thing. I mean, that's what yeah. bothers me the most. This is that the steroids thing. While it may have been sort of encouraged as a team, <laughs> it was in the individual decisions that guys did that. Well, if this is a, Seiko is a team thing. I mean, right? I'm envisioning yeah. I'm envisioning a pinch hitter in a in a in a locker room somewhere getting getting mic'd up. Getting, getting, getting his buzzer yeah. asphyxiated in the in the bottom of the seventh inning because he knows he's coming up to bat. He knows the pitching matchup already, and they're getting ready to, to feed him the three pitches. Uh, that that's probably happened. There's probably a CBS detective, you know, set up in the back of the room. Maybe. Um, you really don't think this happened? Well, I think I, AJ Hinch. I, I knew everything. I, okay, and, I and game planned. No. And game planned about yes. everything. You know what I think? AJ Hinch said, "I don't want to know. Just tell me who's ready to go." Yeah, no. right. Alex, who should I pinch hit here? Yeah, and right, then he right. got his analytics out and and, yes. and got everything to work up per, per, perfectly. Yeah. Um, the, do you want them to succeed this year? Who the Astros? Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody. No, wants them nobody to does. Nobody, nobody does. does because that's that's how they separate themselves from the Patriots. Excuse me. That's how they align themselves with the Patriots. Patriots clearly cheated a couple of if times. They, if they if mm-hmm. they are good, but even, they continue to be good, which could happen. They're still good. Yeah. They're still good. If they win. <laughs> They're just going to shut everybody up. Yes. Do, do you think they look at it as, well, it's not cheating because nobody told me I couldn't do it. No. Uh, now they told me I couldn't do it. Say. You know. <laughs> I know that's you what know. cheaters that's say. What cheaters say. <laughs> I know that's what cheaters right. say. Yeah. Um, yeah but <laughs> that's how cheaters you know. justify that. Well, nobody said you couldn't. I, I love Marcus Stroman's tweets. Yeah. He's pissed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And a lot of these pitchers have a reason to be See, pissed. See, that's the next question that takes it back to what to what you do, Mike, is the financial implications right. of this. How Are we ever going to really know? Are we ever going to know that a guy did or didn't get a contract because of this? Are we ever going to know that a guy did or didn't stick at the in the bottom of the bullpen well, let me ask because this, the Astros right. lit him up and he got sent down and never got called back up again? So, I, I mean, that's to, that's to me is where this can get really deeply interesting. And if I'm, uh, let, let's say uh, El Tuve was a free agent this year and I'm a team looking at yeah. him, I'm like, George I gonna, Springer is. Yeah. George, I, I'm not going to sign this. He? He's, this is his last year. Yeah. Oh, this year, right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to really see what he does without being tipped yeah. off here because. Real deal. Yeah. It's going to cost him money. Right. So it's amazing. I, By the way, wasn't Springer a better post? I mean, <laughs> uh, anyhow, go ahead. I'm sorry. There's a lot of data. There's a, There's a lot this. of nerds watching video and taking notes right now and really understanding that this thing happened. There's a lot of things walking out there the that board. looks like a duck and talks like a duck. Yeah. All right. um, quack, quack. Financially, I'm not sure just because Houston's, you know, I think they were, they were already starting to get past this window anyway. Right. I mean, look, at they cheated in, in the prime of the window and they were successful, right? Uh, so good for them, I guess, if that's how you think about it. But Boston... Boston knew this was coming, huh? 
Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, you don't you don't fire your GM, get out in front of of a microphone and say we're going to shed a ton of payroll this year and put Mookie Betts on the trading block just for nothing. <laughs> okay. Sure. You think they knew you, they were uh, going to get nailed? I think Alex Cora uh, and, and the people around Alex Cora knew that. I mean, it's possible that Boston had the same situation going right in the, in the dugout in a video room. We'll find out soon. But certainly they knew Alex Cora was going to be tied back to the Houston scenario, which was starting to make its legs in the rumor mill. Um, Boston knew this was coming. This was this has been a, now a three, four-month just public relations dump and financial dump because they I think they think they're going to get a worse p- penalty. They can't get more than a $5 million fine. That's the CBA maximum. Right. So they get fined $5 million. Um, but which I think is why s- that's what the Astros got fined. No people have been asking why is it not more to exactly to Mike's point can't find them any more than that. How about I, I mean I, I know I mentioned some stuff last week like you know they, they get a, a lower luxury tax threshold. How about they just can't? How about the NCAA rule? You can't go to the postseason for three years. Well then why hold that on? That would though. be gutsy. Be gutsy, but th- then you're just trying to stop other teams from going. Okay. And you're going to have to live with life I for three years. I, I, Your fans would hate you. I think they should do rolling. This is one thing I'm disappointed in. They, they should, the players involved should have had uh, rolling suspensions, <clears throat> meaning, yeah. hey, Altuve, you got the first 30 games of the season, yeah. uh, yeah, Springer, the next, whoever. The How players about everybody involved? involved in the entire roster? Yeah. Like, because everybody had to know. Correct. It's just not a thing that you can just do and hide. You can't suspend can't them all it. at the same time, but you got to, hey, you got the first 30, you if got you the were, next 30. If you were involved on that roster... That's and how you're going to penalize for the team. 30 days or more in 2017, and you're an active player, you're suspended for X games. Um, the pitcher who went on record. Mike Fires, yeah. Mike Fires. I applaud him. Me too. For yeah. going on record. Me too. And, and Most guys would do it anonymous and uh, whatever, but this guy said, no, it, I'm on the team. This happened, and a lot of guys hate him for it. Um, but isn't this the same as kind of what brought the steroids thing down, where guys who didn't want to do it got tired of seeing everybody else yes. do it and yes. not being able to compete yes. and said i'm enough of this already and and essentially is that what mike fires did yes. he's like wait a minute this isn't right and it's affecting everybody else in the league credit to him Bo- bonus credit to him but eventually that's what brings these things down um there's too much movement so guys leave and don't have the allegiances anymore and then ultimately you're like wait a minute i'm not I'm hitting lower, 20 points lower than that guy. I'm better than that guy, but he's hitting that way because of either what he's getting told or what he's taken. Yeah. How many times do Astros and Red Sox get plunked by pitchers? <laughs> I know Marcus Stroman's probably um, hitting a few this year. I'm trying to do. Some, I'm trying to do some <laughs> quick research. I here. mean, think about it. If the first time up the bat, if you're Clayton Kershaw and you play him at like, you know, aren't you aren't you plunking some guys? And you wouldn't blame them a bit, would you? The no. Ast- the Astros start home against the Angels, and then listen to this. March 30th, they go to Oakland. That's Mike Fires. Right, I know. Yeah, Let's saying. go. Let's go. He's got to be pitching. Is there? Oh, I wish this was a weekend game. Come on, baseball. If you're going <laughs> to cheat, get it right with TV. <laughs> uh, yeah. Baseball's been, listen, baseball's been through scandals before. Yeah. They'll get through this one. That's what I mean. Yeah. Let's it, lump it, them all together here. They're going to get through right? it. You can essentially erase the steroids there right now. Yes. By putting those guys in. And if they go in, you have to put Pete Rose in, in my no, opinion. No, I don't no, think so, No, you're man. still on, you're still the ban of Pete, Pete Rose. Pete in. I, 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 just, I, I yeah. think a ban is a ban, and I think Alex Cora should be banned with him, by the way. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I don't know the details yet, but from everything we've heard, and so you think this is enough has been out. You think still betting uh, on baseball, your team is yeah. worse than this. 
Yeah. I just watched, matter of fact, the other night, an interview with Pete Rose that ESPN ran, and I, I, I guess I, as you watched it, I felt myself getting a little more sympathetic towards him, and his point was gambling is legal you know now, it, now right. um it, it, it what he's doing it, what he's being accused of was was betting on his own team i i, I we think, all know the story i don't know if it's worse kevin i, I think okay. it don't you I don't think, think the our changing attitude towards gambling might eventually spin back around well, no. to more well, sympathy for pete rose here, here's 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 what here's the issue i think with pete rose number one uh, yeah, ga- gambling's more acceptable, mm-hmm. and you can do it. We're all going to bet on the Super Bowl in one form or the other, whether you buy a square for your well, kids' basketball team, on, which, Kevin. by the way, if, uh, but, but the point is this. He was involved in the game, and people involved in the game should not bet in the game because they have a, a, a way to influence the outcome of the game. That's right. And that's why, that's why it's, it's wrong and bad, and that's why he was banned for baseball. But if Pete Rose showed any remorse, if his, yeah, actions, problem, if right? his actions showed a contrition, yeah. Uh, afterwards, and it never he never did, yeah. and that's why. Um, and, and a lot of people blame the stress and how uh, you know on Jamadi and all this stuff. So I'm just saying, if if Pete acted differently, I think it would be looked upon differently. I I, I want to transition to actually more a more game. And I hopefully, I hopefully that's fair to Pete Rose. I don't know Pete Rose. Never met oh, Pete sure. Rose. Um, I think that's about right. But I I, I think that's fair to say. You guys were my opinion. Somewhat old enough to to. To maybe understand this this question, I love that jingle. By the way, go tell your mama what the big boys eat. <laughs> Pete Rose, the head first slide for Wheaties. Anyhow, go ahead. How was gambling perceived then? Oh, very God. very much the, very much the bookie in the yes. in, on you, the pay you were phone, kind of a thug. The pay oh my God. yeah, it was yeah. a it was kind of a organized crime thing. If right? you bet on if you knew someone who bet on sports, you're like, dude, yeah. it's like it was like prostitution. Jail horses were right? cool, but. Everything yeah, else yeah, was horses well, were cool. Well, hor- yeah, yeah. Even well, a little but, bit. But horses, I mean, I grew up 10 minutes from Monmouth Park, one of the grandest, most famous racetracks uh, in all of the country, and it was a palace. So yeah. to Mike's point, yes, you could go there and you could probably easily pick out the wise guys hanging yeah. out there. But it was, but you could also go upstairs into the ornate dining room and find the titans of the area hanging out would at you, Monmouth Park. Would you would you say this is fair, Paul? If you knew someone who bet illegally, had a bookie and bet on sports, the little sheets. Remember the sheets? Yes. Yeah. But if you knew somebody did that, you're like, you, that guy probably knew some prostitutes too. That's <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying how you. I'm not yeah. saying they used him. I'm just saying they might have known some. Right. That's yeah. how it was looked at. Very back much. In the, uh, okay. Very much a. Uh, uh, oh my God! You're doing a bookie. All right. Oh. Yes. All right. So yes. so that's why. It escalated to the to the point of a, a ban for Pete Rose. Sure, yes, because certainly because a player of public doing perception. It. Well, yeah. not only public uh, perception, but again, a he baseball was god in, doing it. <laughs> he was, you know, managing the game. Yeah. yeah, and betting on games he was managing. That's just it's tap, it'd be like a player betting on his team, uh, betting on his team to win. If he bet on his team to win all the time, that would be different, I think. But there was a couple times he bet them to lose. Right. And like if if he if he bet on the Reds to win every game, I think people would have been like, "Well, oh, okay, I agree." But I think he's, well, he's I think confident what, in his team. What but. we've also seen as we've learned more about all this was that was Pete Rose's personality. That was what made him a great player. That's what everybody loved about him as a player. It, you know, he he couldn't he couldn't find that ability to run over a catcher when he stopped <laughs> playing. So it's sort of it gravitated towards that, right? Uh, right. Uh, that was. Uh, did people love Pete as a player? 
I think every oh, oh yeah. absolutely, oh, no, I, Kevin. No I, question. No, I think I think you loved him on your team. I think he's the kind of guy yes. you loved on your team, but you hated to play. But you against admired him, right? him. You admired him because he was oh. not only maybe arguably the best player, all the the records and all that stuff. I think it, you hated him because of his intensity and because they were ridiculously good. But I I got to think that you know By the people way, admired him. What would that team be worth? Uh, I'm talking about the you the, know the big red machine. Big red machine. Yeah. What would they be worth? Today's dollars. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> or even when he was with the Phillies. My, uh, frankly, right. My version Schmidt. of him was George Brett. I mean, George Brett was. Just oh, a George hit. Brett. Yeah, he was a, a god in Kansas City and hated everywhere else. Still, my all-time favorite Major <laughs> League Baseball. Yeah, player. there you go, George Brett. Yep. By the way, if I may have brought this up on the show before, or I was telling somebody, there's a uh, <laughs> George Brett. Uh, spring training with the Royals. It's a story he yeah. talks. Did you, I tell you about you this. You have told us this. Okay, All it's right. awesome. YouTube George Brett uh, pooping his pants. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and he's telling of stories about that he, end no. of George Brett, don't we? <laughs> no, right? he's, he's, but he's telling his famous for oh things that, on that side. I've never laughed so hard. Uh, he's just telling it somebody at spring at spring training, you know, warm ups, and he just says. And you care if we do an explicit thing on the show today? Today, go ahead. He goes, "Hey, I shit my pants last night." Yeah. <laughs> and then he just goes in this whole story that, by the way, every one of you can relate to. Absolutely. Right. Anyhow, smooth transition back into gambling here. Um, let's finish this. At the Athletic, uh, Joe Varden from the Athletic wrote a pretty nice piece here, sort of updating us on where things are across the leagues because with gambling, I, I'm, yeah. I'm a, a look at, a, you know, I, I dabble and certainly on the daily fantasy stuff, but this is all coming pretty quickly, right? This, all of this, the, the, the league based gambling, the, I mean, the NC gambling is coming. They're building it in Washington right now. Uh, more States of course have, have outlined it. Um, the leagues aren't going to benefit from this at all. <laughs> right. Uh, unless they open their own sports books. So the, the leagues have aligned with DraftKings and FanDuel, right? Mm-hmm. Some sort of partnership. The article by Joe Varden here, and I'll tweet it out after the show for sure, basically says the leagues have been trying and trying and trying to get with the states and say, you know, whether it's an integrity fee, whether it's royalties, you know, you're using our players and our sports and our television and and our stats and all this stuff and benefiting greatly from it. You know, your, your citizens, your tax, you know, tax accounts, everything mm-hmm. is benefiting and the league's getting no kickback. Where do we stand on this? Because I think when it first, all of this first came to head, the integrity fee discussion was, well, they want to make sure that, the, that everything's on the up and up. And I feel like that's changed now. It's not, that, that integrity fee is, is now maybe half of that or 40% that and 60%, well, we need to get our piece of the pie, right? And, right. and there's a really in-depth article here that basically says the, a, a bunch of the owners, the smart ones, of course, like Mark Cuban, um, basically saw this coming and figured the leagues weren't going to be able to break that that barrier and they weren't going to get any money back from it. So this is what Mark Cuban did. Man, is this guy smart. There's a company called Sport Radar, which provides stats and player information real time, I mean, to everybody. Every major site, including The Athletic, Spotrax dabble with them a little bit as well. Every major sports site and application and analytics department or all this stuff, they're using Sport Radar for their statistics and all this other stuff. So Cuban bought into it. Smart. <laughs> because guess what? The gambling sites and bookies and people setting the lines, they can't do anything unless they've got instant stats and archive stats and historical information and all the stuff that Sport Radar has been databasing for years and years and years. And they do it the best, I think. 
Isn't uh, DraftKings going public too? And now they're going public. Right. But DraftKings uses Sport Radar. There you go. So that's how Mark Cuban and these four other owners, I think, that are, that are with him are going to make their kickback. So as the as betting goes, Sport Radar goes, those right. partnerships will increase and increase. Um, so this is what the leagues have said now. And I, wanna, I don't want to go too far into this. I'll just basically outline what's happening here. So the leagues have said, well, <laughs> that's fine. You can use their information, but we have official information. We have official stats and official player data and official, you know, we have health information or all this other stuff, right? That, that other, you know, you can, you can aggregate that stuff to your best of your ability and these sites do. Um, but I think that's where we're going. I think that's where we're going. I, I, I think the, other, the, the leagues are going to have to <laughs> charge gambling sites to use their official data and their official logos and their official naming rights and all that stuff. But they don't need to. I think they won't. I think it'll get to the yeah. point where they'll just pay the integrity fee. Is there yeah. enough right? intangible? Sure. Is there enough intangible benefits for leagues like increased TV viewership and all that stuff that will come from the gambling that that they can look at that and say how hard do we have to push for these other things? I think they're playing hardball, and they just want their fee. <laughs> That's right. all. Right, just give us a cover charge and and go on with your business. We really we don't really want to do all these things we're talking about. Is it more focused on the about. states getting money from the actual gambling, or is it more focused on places like Vegas and FanDuel? So this and piece games? outlines a, a nice state by state outlook, and they focus initially on West Virginia, which just isn't making a lot of money. You know, they they don't have professional sports franchises, so there's really not a an in game experience uh, right now. I'll give you an example, Paul, and you can certainly relate to this. Uh, you know. At a local affiliate, there's only so many minutes of footage you could use. That's, That's correct. correct. On highlights. Yeah. Uh, I know of a website that broke down game film um, of football games, and the league basically shut them down. With the All-22s. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. They, yeah, said, they brought that in-house. So that's a, yes. that's a really good comparison of yes. what, what I think is being You can't use our property, our, our yeah. property, our product to make a profit. You can't even tweet an NFL highlight anymore. Right. <laughs> Unless you cut us in on, on yeah. it, which from a business standpoint, yep. I get. Own your content. I absolutely no question. get. Um, the the other way they're making money's uh, money from gambling is through advertising. Um, franchises will have the official sports book yeah. uh, of the team, and you know maybe they'll have player appearances there and, and those sort of things to get people to go. And well, they'll they'll, there. they'll they'll put it out for bid like they do everything else, sure. Caesars and Mirage and all that other stuff, and say, all right, what well, you know you want to be our official gambling partner, you want to run the casino, run the sports book right. in our stadium. It'll it'll be no different than the car dealers or the beer companies. But right? that that's individual. But as a league as a whole, that one percent is probably bigger. Oh God, <laughs> I, would, I would imagine. I it's think bigger. they just want to cut. Yeah, I just think they want to cut. They, I mean, they don't want to staff a statistics department that can, you know. I mean, it's it's no small undertaking. Correct. And they don't just want. Well, don't know, most of the averages. leagues use Elias or Stats Inc. for all that stuff anyway. That's but that's what Sport Radar is. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Well, oh yeah, yes, but that but they they have official data then. I think that some in, in some way, shape, or form they license it and then make make it their own. To which they would then create this entity to push this back out yeah. to third-party applications like the gambling sites. I, I get it. I just think that is a, that is a massive undertaking. And if states just agree to one point one or two percent of the cut, I think everybody's happy. Well, when state all states agree to allow it to happen, yeah, um, online, yeah, like in New York State where we are, you cannot bet online. Yep, you can bet horses online. I can bet a horse in Indiana. Yep. I can't bet a, a game in New York. 
online. When that happens, look out, yep. right? Then the rev- that 1% will be enormous. So the numbers, I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but I, I mentioned West Virginia, and it was a couple of million in tax that was brought back to the state. And I believe since 2018, New Jersey has made over forty million in tax. I think they're the yeah. biggest. Like, so that the, would be New York, right? Yeah, it's because because everybody drives over the, the sure, bridge, right? Yeah, yeah sure. It goes to the Lincoln and Tunnel, Pennsylvania. You can drive over either bridge yeah. and get there. Go from so Philly I think has New Jersey been the biggest <laughs> yeah. sports yeah. gambling Vegas. outside of Vegas? Yeah, outside of Vegas, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, because they were smart. Yeah, they yeah. said, "Hey, let's uh, let's let it happen online." Yeah, I mean, I think we've relayed this story before. There's people that that literally are stopping on the George Washington Bridge once yes. their G, once their their GPS tells them they're in New York, Jersey, or they're driving across the bridge, pulling into a gas station, making their bets, turning around and driving back. By the way, most people are losing. I'm just saying that the casinos always win, boys. Yeah. The book usually always wins. Kevin, I want to finish Unless you're betting this. the Niners. You were, you well, were. how about the Super Bowl? A one-point spread? Like, that, that's, well, you're, you're going to have a massive amounts on both sides, that's which correct. is what they want, always want. And they get the percentage, and they're happy. Right. You uh, you broadcast for the, for PGA. Yes. You'll be starting that up again here soon. Are phones no allowed comment. on the course? No comment. No, are phones allowed on the course by whom? Can fans have phones? Uh, yes. So, so our for, fans, well, excuse me for, for, uh, yeah, a couple be, majors. No, maybe, uh, some, some, masters uh, it depends. Masters right? does not, okay. um, th- for the most part. Yes. Because what you see now is, you know, when Tiger hits a shot, everybody's got their phone up, taking a video of it. Right. Okay. Um, it used to, it used to try to prohibit that. It's, it's just impossible to police. It really is. Okay. So you know where I'm going with this. If people want you betting right there on the golf course about putts and is stuff. Is he going to make this putt? So that's going to be an ugly scene, right? I mean, that's that's some happy Gilmore stuff right there. Yeah. Because if you're standing in front of Tiger with your phone betting this shot and he screws <laughs> yeah. it up. I didn't even think of that. You're right. And you got a beer in your hand and you just lost, you know, 150 yeah. bones. Well, say this something? is what, but this is, <laughs> but this is, but listen, people, um, uh, they will at the it, Phoenix it, Open. It, it, it Hell depends. yeah, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 gotta, I, I am so focused on what I'm doing and, and what's going on there. Like you're gonna I, be betting it. Who are you kidding? No, I'm not be betting it. I'm, uh, prohibited. Okay, so no. Um, we'll edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'll just be be upfront. Prohibited, um, and that's fine. Um, so focused on. It. I don't. You know, you really see what's going on there. there there's people there, and uh, you know, so no, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure people will. Yeah, I mean, they, they've the tours kind of embraced it, right? I mean, they've embraced the fantasy part of it. Yeah. Uh, with that, so when it, this comes about, I, you know, it, it's kind of like the phone thing, right? Have you seen it yet? Club like kiosks in, in clubhouses yet? That I kind have of thing? not. No. You haven't seen it yet. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. No. I'm interested. To Again, see how that works. but I'm 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 usually in the ropes. I'm not really. Yeah. Around those areas, I imagine so clubhouses will become like a little OTB. Maybe, right? don't you may, think? May, I don't. I don't know. That'll be. You know or will there you be a tent set? Will there be a tent set up at each PGA Tour event like there is for merchandise and I, everything else? I don't know. Yeah, that I'd be interested to see what they decide to do it. That's way above my pay grade, and not even I'm not even in those conversations. I, but the only reason I ask is not not only your ties to it, but I I, just, I think golf's going to be one of the bigger betting sports. Uh, well, when it comes down to like in round betting, if you're looking at, hey, this guy's going to make a putt, whatever, yeah. make um, the cut, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah making the cut, sure. You can parlay that. I mean, you with can go top ten, and <laughs> you can go do that in uh, I think in sports books now, anyways. And, and I know, it, and it's yeah. you know, it's acceptable over in England. So if it's going to happen, I, I think the franchises, uh, you know, major league sports and the entities, uh, they're probably better off embracing it, right? Oh, and, there's no question they are. 
Is yeah. it going to be Everybody big because it. it's an individual sport? Is that why? I, I would think so. Because there's yeah. more yeah. different. There's 200 individuals or 150 that you can tie into on each I, event. Is that? I, I was curious. That's why yeah. you thought that might. I would. I would never. And I have never. Frankly, I've never placed an illegal bet on a game. No. By the way, never have. Yeah. Um, I've actually never placed a legal bet in a game. Believe it or not. No. I've never, never done it. Yeah. Really. Except for like I, I bought I bought squares in like a kid's basketball fundraiser. Sure. Right? Everybody I don't know if you look on Facebook, everybody's selling Super Bowl squares yeah, for I'm one of kids fundraiser fundra- <laughs> you got all right. We'll Softball talk team. A- yeah. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I would never bet on a game legally or illegally that I was involved in or a sporting event. Well that I was announcing sure. or whatever. Because sure. I wouldn't want it to influence um my opinion or what I see. I, I just I just couldn't do it. I just I no, find that it, makes I sense. found I find it you know the integrity of what I'm trying to do. I wouldn't do it. There's I don't know be if you feel the same way, Paul, or not. Uh, yeah, no, I feel the same way. Uh, it, you know, again, I think we, as broadcasters, we're locked in on our responsibilities and the job that we have to do, and I don't want my attitude being affected by whether I'm going to double the money that's in my wallet, whether that whether right. that team scores a touchdown. No, but but I, I, I think the we're, balls to bet enough to make a well, difference. Well, that so. too, and we're both, <laughs> obviously we're both a little old school when we came up when none of this yes. really existed other than your 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 wise guy buddy uh, who, who knew a bookie. So, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I would not want to do that. I think yeah. if anything, I'm not really a big gambler in, in any part of my life, but if I would, it would be I'm sitting on the couch watching a game and uh, oh hey let's uh, I think this is going to happen. Uh, I'm know. not against it. I just I I just I feel it would affect my impartiality. So so quickly let's let's turn it to what may happen in your jobs. Are you going to have to speak about it? Well, are you going to have to? Yeah, I think we're moving that are way. Are you going to be announcing in a football a college football game and have to yeah, talk about college the F- is going to be different? I I Why? think co- well college Why, I think though? well because they're they're still. There's still the perception, uh, rightly or wrongly, that it's college and they're not professionals and all that really? stuff. I I th- I think so. I, it's not. I don't know how realistic it is, um, but I still think there's a little bit of that. I think th- I think that will come after it does in the NFL. You, you don't think there'll be a time in the fourth quarter where you're when you're announcing a football game and you'll have to say if they score here they'll cover the spread. I want to say no. But I say that knowing that all this stuff is changing pretty or, fast. Or a basketball I, but that's broadcast not my job. that goes over. But that's not my <laughs> no. job. I, I, I think I think Paul's right in this. I, I think the answer is no Everything there. Everything changes, though. No, but what I think the, the, the networks are smart. Jim Nance is not going to sit there and say, oh, they covered the spread. Al Michaels is not going to. Well, Al Michaels does it already. Does it already? He does. That's overwhelming. But you know, he did. It, yeah. But Matt Musburger was the king of that. Right. I, I know. But I, I just think. If if I were producing it, I'd have someone separate. I'd have our our odds guy. I think it's more. I think they should stay separate. Is is yes. just my at my well, opinion. I think it's going to be a compromise. I think you probably won't have to speak to it because there's going to be graphics on the side of the screen. Sure, yeah, that's true. probably the whole, the whole yeah. time. Yeah, you're probably right. I think that's, that's true. Happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> when we get to the point where the score live in-game score has the spread and the over under, where where the over under, yeah. Part be- joins the score of the game itself is the point when all this stuff will change. Yeah, I think graphics and are I think coming. it's coming. Yeah. I think it's coming. Uh, man, get, wow, it's you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, again, I, again, you know, it, when, when it becomes it's 14, more, 14, and then there's a little twenty-eight <laughs> in the corner of the screen. Yeah, you know, next to a next to a fifty-five, 
then that's when it's going to change. You know, you know what I I think this uh, you give credit to on this is poker. Yeah. Right. I mean, the World Series of Poker. The World Series of which Poker, which was an excellent thirty for thirty podcast. It was excellent. They talked exactly about how they architected that. That was the, the people who designed the and produced the television show of the World Series of Poker knew nothing about poker. What they knew about TV shows is how to tell stories and 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 right. sh- and shoot a TV show. And they didn't care how poker worked. They learned. Well, it's like reality shows. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Re- cameras. All reality right. shows are all the Mark Burnett. You know, yeah. this doesn't matter whether it's it's it, wherever you're on an island. Yeah, he's not a romance dancing, doctor. You're, yeah, yeah. You're, you got bachelors. Doesn't matter. The, the formula for all of them are the same. Yeah, brilliant one though. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's where graphics really took over. Yes, the the, the percentages, poker graphic, percentages, and yeah. all those things. And um, yep. it'll be interesting. You know, the the one thing that the tour, if you go to a tour event, um, the one thing they did do have uh, on scoreboards. Um, they do have make percentage on putts. Oh yeah. Oh yes. So I see that on the TV broadcast as well. Yeah. So they will have. I always thought about that. Why aren't we seeing that during a football game, like the red zone percentages and stuff, just live, pass versus well, run? Well, maybe maybe, right? maybe you will. Yeah. I I found it interesting because um, you know as an avid golfer, I'm like, hey, this eight footer, uh, the tour the tour percentage is like yeah. you know fifty one percent. How many guys make eight footers? His percentage is forty three, and yeah. you're like, wow, I don't feel so bad now when I miss an eight footer. Like I, so I look at it that way. Um, you know, uh, uh, under this aspect, people might look at it another way if they're. You know what sucks? I don't know. Let's let's, let's bring it all full circle and finish it off here. Yeah. You know, you know what sucks? We're talking about all this data because it all exists, and there's way more that exists that we don't even know about, right? I mean, I mean, the leagues and teams themselves have. The, you sure. know they've got scientists and nerds doing wh- whatever they ask. Bryson DeChambeau had his own guys yeah. uh, walking around keeping his own stats for him. I, I was I was talking if, his part his, his um guy who made uh, made brilliant. the putters, and I was talking to him. I like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm I'm keeping Bryson stats. Like he wants certain things. Let's get him on the show. He wants certain things. I love it. So here's here's my. I don't know if he still does it. Um, Even I haven't seen him in a while. <laughs> no, but but this was at the memorial. He's walking around. I go, what do you what do you do? He's like, well, Bryson likes certain things charted. Like, you know, you say hit it fairway. He wants to know how many yards from the rough he is, um, the yeah. angle, like all you know, because he's the mad scientist, right? Oh, I love this. Let's do it. It's fascinating. But my point of this is is this: um, we're talking percentages and, and predictability and all that stuff with gambling and, and in play experiences. The worst part of, of the Astros situation is there's no question in my mind that every pitch has a percentage right now, right? That pitcher sure. in that count with that batter in that inning, there's a 95% chance it's going to be a breaking ball. That exists. Well, that's sure. what th- that, that exists that's, immediately. That's what advanced scouting reports are, That right? exists immediately. This guy can't hit X. He can hit Y, but, but two, he only hits it when it's the or so two pitch in the, the other place. Inning. Yeah, right. Well, that, that stuff all exists. It, it's so it's so. Bush League that you had to go and and go this route, go spy tech. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because this data art, you could just be a nerd, and I think AJ Hinch is a nerd, and that's probably why he's and the Astros pissed. are probably the nerdiest of all the that's teams. Probably why right? he's pissed is they went to this level and they didn't really need to. They pushed the envelope too far. But wait, didn't they do that in Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> the movie? <laughs> if you want to go back, back. 
Didn't a they, classic, by the way. They use technology to win. Did they have right? Did they have buzzers on I mean, baseball players in that movie? I don't didn't, remember. Didn't Booger throw the javelin so far? Because yes. it was, or no, it was Lamar. It was the, Lamar. Lamar, the, the javelin, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was GPS tracked. That is a. This is a, a jumping off point for us. Um, <laughs> want to thank you for listening. Want to thank off the side of a cliff <clears throat> for us. We want to thank the Athletic for sponsoring today's show. Make sure you check them out. Theathletic.com/slash/bottrek. Forty off. You get forty off your yearly subscription again that's theathletic.com slash s-p-o-t-r-a-c 40 off for paul peck and mike Gennetti. i'm kevin sylvester thanks for listening to spot track project